Hey friends, Jamie Grace here. Welcome back to the Jamie Grace podcast. Today we're going to be talking about friendships. It's it kind of this uh, story email message that I got kind of started with like a breakup uh, context, but it kind of really goes into something that I think a lot of us have dealt with in the context of friendships. And it's actually something that I've kind of dealt with before, um, just when it comes to like closure and needing closure uh, when it comes to like a friendship and stuff like that. So know that I may have said some of this stuff before in a past episode, but I just felt led to tackle it today. So yeah, I'm going to do this episode today. And then of course, make sure you guys subscribe because we've got Proverbs, I think chapter 12, um, coming tomorrow. And so I'm really excited about that. So yeah, let's jump into this message from my Instagram DMs. She said, Jamie Grace, I need closure. I was in a relationship with a guy for six years. We dated for four. We started getting interested in each other in middle school. I want to just quickly interrupt and say that based on the timeline of this story and based on my looking at her Instagram story, I think she's known him or sorry, looking at her Instagram page. I think she's known him for a while because she's not presently like in middle or high school. So I think they've like known each other since middle school, um, but then maybe dated starting in high school or starting after high school. Anyways, continuing on um, with her message, I became super close with his family, especially his sister. I moved in with his sister and some other close friends of mine. Um, I had introduced all of them and she saw that my boyfriend, her brother, was being very manipulative and said that she thought that we should break up. Months later, I did. About two months after the breakup, she also, she started spreading lies around the house. All these lies have become, sorry, all these ladies have become like sisters to me, but all of them believe these outrageous lies about me. All these lies they accuse me of, I don't struggle with, but they do. They accuse me of being a gossip, being fake and being self-centered. I'm an INFJ, so no. Uh, I think she's uh, hinting toward the fact that she's like an introvert based on like a Myers-Briggs thing. Anyways, um, it just really hurts because I long for closure. I long for my other friends to see how wrong they were and how bad they all hurt me. I just don't know how to get closure from all this. My ex's family still attends my parents' church. I moved back in with my parents and I'm attending my old church again. My ex works on Sunday, so I don't see him, but I see his sister. It's a very small church. She's kind of unavoidable. And I'm still very upset with her for spreading all those lies about me, but don't know how to address it or if I should. So like I said, this kind of starts off with like a dating relationship uh, complication, but then it goes into something that I think a lot of us have dealt with, especially as young women. Um, of Sometimes women can be gossipful and um, I mean, not just women, but I'm just saying this is very common to talk about in, in, in friend groups that are predominantly female. And so she's dealing with this like gossip and lying behind her back and things like that. And she's kind of unable to avoid this girl because she goes to church with her now. And it's like, okay, where do I go from here? And she really wants closure, but doesn't know if she should seek it by going to this girl or whatnot. So this is the part where I was saying, I think I've shared stuff like this on the podcast before. And I just want to be very frank and honest and bold about this. Um, our closure does not always come at the um, during the opportunity of having spoken with or dealt with or even being like like we don't we're not always going to get closure because of the other person. Sometimes we're gonna have to seek out that closure just by ourselves um, and that healing just by ourselves. You know, it's really hard when someone says something about you or against you or lies about you or offends you, whether they meant to or not, whatever the situation is, it's really difficult to deal with that 
Um, but we don't always have the opportunity to go to that person and to resolve the issue. Um, there are times where you may have the opportunity to go to that person and the issue doesn't get resolved. And so we have to make sure that in our desire for closure and in our need to find the ability to move on, that it's not codependent. Sorry, it's not dependent on other people because we don't really know. We can't control other people and we don't know what they're going to do. Now, does that mean we're going to have to put in twice as much work? A lot of times, yeah. And does that mean that it's going to be remotely easy? Not at all. But I just want to encourage you guys to go ahead and have that kind of mentality, have that mindset. Um, there's a video on my YouTube channel that uh, I would encourage you guys to go watch. Just type in, she doesn't want to hang out with me, Jamie Grace. Um, and yeah, that's what the video is called. She doesn't want to hang out with me. And it's really me coming to the grips and the understanding of a friendship that uh, I thought was happening, but never happened and never came to fruition. And I had to come to accept that it wasn't going to be what I thought it was going to be. But I never got to have a conversation with that girl about that. Um, and so... That, I mean, I have a lot of videos about friendship on my YouTube channel and a lot of uh, podcast episodes about it too. And that's one thing that I've really had to to just really come to grips with. Now, I will say that it it sucks when you don't get to have that closure with like sitting down with a person and hashing it all out and talking through everything, forgiving each other and then walking away with a lollipop. Like it does suck. Um, I have a, a situation in my own life where, I mean, it's been three or four years since I've talked to um, a certain like group of friends like in person and like I I will like still see things on social media and stuff that hurt and that really like are really triggering for me um, and they make me feel like I'm less than a person or like that I'm not a good person or it's just like it's 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 life and it's hard and it's frustrating but in those moments when I see those things that are triggering and when I see things that are like man like that shouldn't have gone on that way or Um, you know, I wish that honesty could have been handled instead of whatever, like I have to choose to find closure as Jamie Grace without the opportunity to sit down and talk and figure things out with other people, if that makes sense. Um, so with that being said, how do you go about finding that closure in what would seemingly be, I guess, let's say the biblical way, right? Um, and there's a scripture, it's in Matthew chapter, um, if Matthew chapter 18 and we're going to start at verse 15. So like it says like dealing with sin in the church, like that's the caption or not. So I do think there are, there's some contextual things that we have to understand um, are different from then and uh, compared to now. But in Matthew 18, 15, it says, if your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you've won them over. Okay. So that's verse 15. So that's the first piece of advice that I would give you is go to them and say, Hey, I want to talk this out or Hey, you know, when can we sit down and have a conversation? Can we get coffee? Um, I highly recommend like not having these conversations like in your home. Like I understand that you know, it can seem like it's a lot easier, especially if you live in a small town, you don't want everybody in your business, but maybe meet at a park or something like that. Like try to find some kind of way that's just, that's not, you know, in your home. It's not your privacy. It's not in their home. It's not in their privacy. It's a mutual uh, location. Um, you know, and, and if you have like to be somewhere at five o'clock that day, then meet with them at 3.30, you know, you only have an hour before you have to leave or not. And that way it doesn't become like some 17 hour argument and some crazy thing. So that's verse 15. And that's my interpretation of it. And then verse 16, 
It says, but if they will not listen, take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. So what I would recommend um, in that situation is to like bring along another friend, um, bring along like someone that you guys both trust. Say, hey, can we all get together? Whatever that context means, this is a different situation for every person, but whatever that context means, like get together and and just like, look, when you when you talk about this in a way that's open and honest, you know, I was I was lied on, I was disrespected, and um, I brought them so that we could all talk about this together and hopefully come to a common ground with this. Then verse seventeen says, "If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church." Um, and so again, there are some contextual things. Like I do not personally believe that this means in this specific context. I do not think that this means to go and stand up in front of the full church and say, hey, my old roommate lied about me to my other roommates. I don't think that that's exactly what the scripture means, but I do think that it would be wise to include a pastor or a church leader um, at some point and just say, hey, can we meet with you after Bible study one, um, you know, one night this week or, you know, with your small group leader, something, something like that. Someone that has more authority um, in the con in the in this context than say a peer or a friend. Um, and then the rest of that verse says, and if they refuse to listen even to the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. And again, my interpretation of that is that you guys kind of part ways and that you kind of set apart. And so I like this because, you know, the Bible definitely gives like a really good step-by-step -step as to how to handle conflict and how to handle when someone is sinning against you. You know, this isn't, um, I would say an incredibly minor conflict where, you know, it's someone forgot to load the dish, like an old roommate forgot to load the dishwasher when they were supposed to, you know, this is, this is someone sinning against you. This is someone creating, fabricating stories and, and creating lies about you. So I would definitely recommend kind of using this like step-by-step -step process that the Bible um, does lay out in the book of Matthew. But even with that, regardless of how this turns out, regardless of if you're able to ever sit down with them, if they forgive you, if you forgive them, if they apologize, if you apologize, if no one apologizes, if it turns into an awkward conversation, if you guys are never friends again, if your friendship is, you know, mended, regardless of how this turns out, uh, again, you have to work on finding closure and finding healing within you. Um, and I have only found that closure. I've only found that peace. Um, just like having some time, some quiet time with God, reading some scriptures about grace and mercy, listening to songs about grace and mercy, reminding myself that God has grace for them even when they have I feel like ruined my life, reminding myself that God has grace for me even when I've made my mistakes as well. Um, and really just coming to that recognition and just really coming to it from a perspective of grace and not excusing what they've done, not justifying what they've done, but understanding that through God, he is just and he will make everything right and he will handle everything the way that he believes that it needs to be handled in the end. So that is how I found peace through it all. I know that, you know, that doesn't really, it might not sound easy and it's not supposed to be easy. It's not going to be easy. I mean, this friendship stuff, this relationship stuff, it's all really hard and it's all really difficult. Um, but I just really wanted to tackle this episode today because anytime I read a sentence or anything that says like, I need closure, um, I just want to make sure that we all remember that we're not always going to get closure in the way that we want it. You know, I think ultimately what a lot of us would want, and if this is not you, then that's okay. But I know for me, a lot of times what I would want is for the person that has hurt me to come to me 
and acknowledge what they've done, apologize, maybe even tell me where they were at that time of their lives, and just like have this really emotional, beautiful, come to Jesus kind of conversation. And even if we don't become friends after, we can walk away and I can be like, man, they really do feel guilty for what they did and I can truly forgive them. When in reality, that doesn't happen all the time. You don't always get that sit down, let's talk about what went wrong, X, Y, Z. That's not always what happens. You have to find that closure on your own. Um, this is not at all a show that I endorse um, by any means, but I'm like, I've definitely seen it before. But there's a show called Catfish, and it's like the, the premise of the show is. These people that have like pretended to be someone else online, also known as catfishing them, they kind of get confronted by the person that uh, was being tricked. And, you know, there's kind of some gray area with how real is it and how staged is it. And I have a three hour soapbox that I could go on with my opinions of that. But at the end of the day, what happens is the person who was catfishing and the person who was being catfished and the hosts of the show, they all sit down and they have this conversation and they all cry and they get to know what was going on. And sometimes that kind of leads into like a second day conversation and stuff like that. That's not that realistic. That's not always going to happen. A lot of times that has to happen because they've already paid for hotels and paid a flight crew and paid all the camera crew. And they're like, look, we're going to have this conversation about closure because we need for it to happen and that's okay like that's how their tv show works and that's amazing that that's how they've chosen to go about things but one that doesn't always promise you closure and two there's no promise that that's going to happen and so understand and just accept that the closure that you want may not always come in the way that you want it it may look a lot different from tv may look a lot different from what's in your head may look a lot different from what you prefer but you got to start with finding that closure within. And if it comes from an outer source, like if it comes, if it also comes from you getting to have a conversation or a moment with them, then great. But if not, you're going to be okay. Like it's, you're not required. Um, in order to get closure, it's not a requirement that you and all of your old roommates sit down and talk together and figure out what went wrong. Like that may not ever happen, but you have to trust that God is going to handle his stuff, that God's going to do his thing, um, and that you can seek closure through him and through forgiving them on your own. And if something else happens out of it, then awesome. Um, but don't be overwhelmed if it does not. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode today. Um, I feel like I'm, I mean, obviously I'm getting more and more pregnant by the day and I get like way more and more out of breath by the episode and every episode I'm just like, I'm just trying so hard. Like doesn't matter if I talk fast or slow. I just, I just can't function. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you are a YouTube kind of person, Aaron and I posted a new video today. It's our nursery reveal. If you want to see the baby's nursery, you can find those links on my Instagram story at Jamie Grace H or just by going to our combined YouTube channel, just typing in Aaron and Jamie Grace on YouTube. Also, if you guys like podcasts, then don't forget to check out our new podcast together, New Parents on the Block. Every single Wednesday, there's a new episode all about parenthood and pregnancy and how we are navigating through both of those things day by day. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I will talk to you later. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. Um, Okay, bye.